professor at Wake Forest University, author of eight books, the recipient of numerous honorary degrees, a member of the Board of Trustees of the American Film Institute, and one of the few women members of the Directors Guild. When this regal woman, now in her sixties, stepped to the lectern and began to read in her deep, melodious voice on the pulse of morning, it invoked strong emotions in millions of us sitting before our television screens, and it gave the lie to Freudian fatalism that says you must be the prisoner of your circumstances. It would be foolhardy to minimize the economic and cultural forces that cripple our urban poor, or to argue that no circumstances lie beyond our control. But in the light of the accomplishments of people such as Dr. Angelo, it would also be foolhardy to deny the vast possibilities within us. No matter how miserable a hand we have been dealt, we have within us the power to create our destinies, to determine our futures. In this program, I'm going to talk about ways you can determine your destiny in order to achieve significant success. Most psychologists study the reasons for people's failures, what leads to their damaged emotional lives and the messed up careers and relationships that are the consequence. But I have always been more intrigued by studying healthy, successful people, believing that if I can learn the principles by which they live and can pass those laws of success on to others, that may be more helpful than being an expert on psychological diseases. So, since I split my time between being a family therapist and a corporate trainer, in conjunction with my workshops, I have for some time been conducting a survey of the peak performers and high achievers I meet at these meetings. CEOs, high-producing sales reps, successful managers, high-powered engineers, entrepreneurs, even musicians and artists. When asked, what is the secret of your success? These people give answers that are surprisingly similar. They almost always talk about a cluster of characteristics that can be summed up under the twin topics, passion and self-discipline. In Chicago, for instance, at a late-night seminar, I met the top-producing sales representative for a $3 billion company. I put to him the question I always try to ask such people, how do you account for your success? The man pondered a moment and, and then smiled and said, I'm lucky to be married to a terrific woman, and I've tried to apply the same principles to building a successful career that we have used in building our family. Juggling both work and relationships is not easy, and it requires a lot of flexibility and ongoing negotiation, but I'm convinced you can succeed at both. I asked him to comment more on the principles he employs for doing this. He said, well, I was also lucky to grow up in a home where some virtues were instilled in us, and they've worked very well. Virtues, I asked. 
He looked sheepish for a moment and said, maybe I'm using the wrong word because I'm not very virtuous. Maybe I should call them habits or personality traits. My dad was a farmer, and after breakfast, he'd tear out of the house with a great enthusiasm for his work. He lived by some rock-hard principles, and he had a few slogans, some from the Bible, that he repeated over and over, like, whatever your hand finds to do, do with all your might. The best ability is dependability. Find something you like and learn to do it very well. But he went on to say, there was one that my dad repeated more than any other, always try to go the second mile. Partly because of what I learned from my father, the man went on to say, I just never give up, either with my clients or with my kids. In some cases, I have called on accounts for years before I got the first order, and now they're very profitable customers. If you're willing to go the